negotiated cash-fed cattle prices trended steady to higher again last week. The net beef cow herd culling rate this year will likely be record high, says Daryl Peel. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 6th of December, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Cash calf and feeder cattle prices were mixed but mainly higher at the weekly auctions monitored by Cattle Current, supported by tighter supplies along with forage and winter wheat pasture growth in some areas courtesy of recent moisture. More specifically, calf prices were 5 to $10 higher at many auctions in the northern and southern plains, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Yearlings traded mostly steady to $5 higher. The CME feeder cattle index closed $0.95 cents higher week-to-week on Friday at $178.14 a hundredweight. Cash strength helped feeder cattle futures gain. They closed an average of $4.49 higher week-to-week on Monday, from $3 to $6.90 higher. Softer corn futures also provided support. They closed an average of $0.25.7 lower through the front six contracts week-to-week on Monday. Pressure included anemic exports tied to the strong U.S. dollar, crop-friendly rains in South America, and increasing exports from Ukraine. According to Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments, it's likely many stalker and backgrounding operations are counting on the feeder cattle market to improve moving through 2023, so they're becoming active bidders for the lightweight calves in the late fall. Coupled with improved forage growth the past several weeks and less reliance on feed grains for pasture cattle, Griffith explains producers can bid prices a little higher. Alternatively, he says, it's tough to say yearling-type cattle have seen the same price improvement as lighter-weight cattle, as there continues to be concern about what the consumer will do as interest rates continue to increase and the macroeconomic situation deteriorates to some degree. Griffith adds that expected continued strength in slaughter cow markets and trim prices also provide underlying price support. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices traded steady to higher last week as supplies thin and demand continues to hold its own. For the week, live prices were steady to a dollar higher in the Southern Plains at $155 a hundredweight, 
steady to a dollar higher in Nebraska at 157 to 159, and one to $2 higher in the Western Corn Belt at 157 to 158 dollars. Dress prices were three to four dollars higher at 248 to 249. The five area direct weighted average steer price was $156.42 a hundredweight on a live basis last week. That was 35 cents more than the previous week. The average steer price in the beef was $3.69 higher at $248.55. Week to week on Monday, live cattle futures closed an average of $1.10 higher from $0.65 cents to $1.42 higher. Choice box beef cutout value was $11.22 lower week to week on Monday at $243.31 hundredweight. Select was $7.42 lower at $221.11. After the holidays, the next round of buying that should support the wholesale beef market is restocking of meat counter space for winter, Griffith says. He explains this will certainly include more end cuts, but some consumers will continue to feast on middle meats. He says there doesn't appear to be much risk of wholesale beef prices moving much in either direction. Estimated total cow slaughter for last week was 663,000 head, which was 67,000 head more than the previous holiday-shortened week, but 19,000 head fewer than the same week last year. Year Year-to-date estimated total cow slaughter of 31.3 million head was 466,000 head more, or 1.5% more than the same time last year. Estimated year-to-date beef production of 25.9 billion pounds was 350.8 million pounds more, or 1.4% more. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org and look for the Goals tab. Year-to-date beef cow and beef heifer slaughter represent the steepest decline of the female beef cattle inventory in more than three decades, says Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, in his weekly market comments. Specifically, beef cow slaughter is up 12.3% year-over-year, Peel says. He explains if beef cow slaughter were to decline to equal year-ago levels for the remaining weeks of the year, total beef cow slaughter for the year would be up 10.5% year-over-year, which would be a net beef cow herd culling rate of 13.1% for the year, a new record level. But, he adds, the actual culling rate is likely to be a little higher. According to Peel, Weekly beef cow slaughter has been higher year-over-year for 70 consecutive weeks. During that time, he says there were only four weeks when the year-over-year increase was less than 3%. Beef cow slaughter was 2.7% more year-over-year, according to the latest weekly data. Peel points out beef heifer slaughter remains higher year-over-year as well, with the October 1st quarterly cattle on feed report 
showing the number of heifers and feedlots up 1.7% year over year. Since that report, he says weekly heifer slaughter has continued to be up more than 4% year over year, with the most recent week up 5.8%. He adds that lower feedlot placements in October presumably mean fewer heifers entering feedlots and reduced heifer slaughter in the future. With drought continuing, it's not clear what to expect for cow and heifer slaughter going forward, Peel says, explaining that it seems likely that many producers have adjusted herd inventories relative to hay and feed supplies to get through the winter. Although this might mean cow culling will slow down through the winter, if La Nina persists next spring, then Peel says more liquidation can be expected going into the next growing season. And that's your weekly calf news price point podcast for the 6th of December, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening. Thank you.